Welcome to the Wilton Report, your local real estate market update with Josh Wilton, respected real estate agent, broker, consultant, and co-owner of Queenston Realty in Princeton, New Jersey. Each week on the Wilton Report, Josh Wilton takes a deep dive into the research and analysis to provide you with the insider real estate information you need to buy and sell faster and smarter. Good morning, everybody, and Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024 and the first broadcast of the Wilton Report in 2024. I think this is our 40th episode together on the Wilton Report. Again, if you haven't hit subscribe on YouTube, I highly encourage you to. We are also available on Spotify. But that being said, before we get started, here's a shout out to some of the biggest fans of the Wilton Report. Leo Soret, Joe George, Louisa Buss, Tyler Goldberg, Aiden Linkoff. So these kids actually watch uh, the Wilton Report. They love the clips. And of course, they incessantly tease my youngest, Sean Wilton, at Princeton High School. But guys, thank you for your support. It's fun getting your comments and feedback. It's not fun for Sean, but it is fun for me. So I just wanted to give you guys a shout out in 2024 for your support and continuing to make the Wilton Report trending at Princeton High School. So there you go. Who knew the Wilton Report would be big at Princeton High School, but apparently it is. So a couple save the dates. In February, on February 3rd, we are going to go really, 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 really deep into the local real estate markets, not just Princeton, all of Mercer County, some of Middlesex County, Somerset County. So if you want to have a full recap and projection as to what's happening in the market, whether you're buying, selling, investing, or you're a homeowner, you're just curious as to what's happening, this is the seminar for you. Again, it's February 3rd. It is a Saturday at 10.15 a.m. The next one, if you are a homeowner or investor and you want to try to lower your taxes, February 29th at 6.15, that is a Thursday um, evening. We'll be doing an online or in-person um, seminar here at 344 Nassau Street on the appeals process hosted by Jeff Gradone, who's a partner at a pretty big law firm here in New Jersey and a friend of mine. So uh, save the date for that. If you want to register, uh, we'll be posting the links this week, but if you want to register, you can shoot me a text at 609-773-8054. I will send you the Zoom links, or obviously you're welcome to come to the office at 344 Nassau. So just delineate which seminar you're looking for, market seminar, tax appeal in the, in the text, and uh, we'll save you a seat. So that's it. Those are the save the dates. Let's get to the 2023 recap. It's really interesting year in real estate. Real estate is always on the tip of everybody's tongue because we live in it. We own it. It's our biggest investment usually. Um, is it going up? Is it going down? What's happening? So let's look at the national numbers and then we'll kind of lean into New Jersey towards the end of that. And then obviously this, this particular broadcast is Princeton only. I will be covering the other towns in the next couple of weeks, but this one is Princeton only. So looking at the national. So this is interesting. And I've been saying this all year, really since June, that 2023 was the toughest year in real estate for, I would say, a real estate practitioner since 2008. 1995, I was just getting out of high school, so uh, wasn't in the business then, but I lived through 08. Um, so 08 was the Great Recession, joblessness, corporate pullback, unemployment, um, Wall Street crash. I mean, you name it, it was a global recession. 2023, 
high employment, it was like the opposite. But from a transaction volume perspective, there wasn't a lot happening in the market because all of these people, like we've talked about on the Wilton Report, uh, have been locked into these low rates over the last 10 years. So just a, not a lot of volume in the market. So there's an 18% decline. That's a projection because they haven't run the final numbers nationally in sales volume. So that's a lot. That's a pretty big drop in the sales volume. Existing home inventory, new home inventory in the red. Uh, you can just see it. It's just down. Uh, we were trending at 2 million in 2017. We're just off a million on a national level. That's pretty catastrophic from a perspective of buyer choice, affordability, great for sellers who are thinking of moving, but it's also tough for sellers who are moving and want to buy because you're buying, you're selling high, but you're buying high. So it's not the ideal scenario for anybody. Inflation. So um, it's getting better. Like there's a lot of different um, reports. So this is NAR's analysis of the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So inflation has gotten better. Rates have come down since October. Uh, they're about six, eight right now, depending on the loan program and the county you're in, because it does depend on your location geographically. Um, so hopefully we've seen the worst in terms of high rates. Uh, I've already been proved wrong. I thought rates would stay at like, you know, six, eight all year. They bounce below that a couple times. So this is interesting. This is, again, I say this all the time. The real estate market is not about rates. It's about jobs. It's about consumer confidence at its most basic. So this is the national picture of job gains from March 2020 to October 2023. Again, this is the NAR analysis, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So it's, you know, it's, it's, this is a national number. So Texas, 8.8%, right? Texas is a growth state. They have a lot of land. Uh, they have low taxes, all of those things. California, 3.9%. You know, Washington state, 4.5%. So there's a lot going on, but New Jersey, good old New Jersey, 3.8% growth. As a matter of fact, when you look on the Eastern seaboard, the mid-Atlantic, New Jersey is really the highest. And I've been saying this for a few months, track that number myself locally. Uh, and then within New Jersey, the top growth markets are Middlesex and Mercer County. So when you think about Princeton, the pr greater Princeton market, and you're wondering why this crush on inventory and high demand, it's jobs, right? So the New Jersey haters, I don't know what to tell you other than that. It's a great state. You don't like it, whatever. Uh, this is home price appreciation. Incredible. Like this is really, this is rough to look at it from a buyer's perspective, especially a first time home buyer. You know, they are changing their habits. They are not renting. Uh, you're see, we are seeing rental demand soften in that market segment. Like they're staying at home. They're doing different things to cut their expenses to save for housing. Uh, but basically when you look at the national numbers, right? Texas, 47% up. Now pockets of Texas right now, this is through quarter three, of 2023, pockets of Texas are seeing declining prices. So this is a older, this is a third quarter data set, but right, it's a 2020 to 2023 look. Florida, 65%, right? Even like, I hate to say this because it's not a negative thing, the flyover states, 57%, 45%, right? All these different numbers. New Jersey, 48.5%. Pretty crazy. Why? Jobs. And we're built out. There's not a lot of affordable new construction. There's 55 plus in some pockets, 
There's apartments in other pockets, but for the most part, from a homeowner perspective, we are built out. So let's kind of jump into Princeton. So really interesting when you look at transaction volume, we've been talking about this for the better part of a year. There is no transaction volume at Princeton. So in 2019, there were 291 closed homes. That's single family, condo, townhouses, duplexes. Does not include multifamilies, does not include land. Um, we dropped to 278 in 2020, which is the pandemic. 2021, as we swung out of that, it jumped to 370, which was an unnaturally high number. Dropped to 297 last year and down to 239 this year. So, you know, we are way below, way below what's normal for Princeton in terms of transaction volume, which leads to appreciation. So the volume of homes sold in 2019 was 298 million. Right now it's at 334 million. So we're down 60 units and transaction volume is the second highest it's been or third highest it's been. So it's it's pretty incredible. And when you look at the year-over-year closed homes in a graph, which I just put up there, it's pretty precipitous, right? The decline in the number of available units. I was texting with a customer this morning who's thinking of selling her house. I said, if you're ready to do it, this is the time. There's nothing on the market. The shelves are empty. So when you look at the average sale price in Princeton, this is everything. This is single family condos, townhouses, the whole kit and caboodle. It went from 1.024 to 1.399 million in four years. That is a precipitous rate of growth. The median went from 900 to 1.26. I show both because you kind of have to take out the highs and lows, but regardless, the average real estate price in Princeton, just for average, if you take every housing product is 1.399 million, meaning it is 1.260. The list to sale price, if you're not bidding at 104, 104. 100.4% or higher last year, you did not even get a sniff. Um, there is a multiple offer scenario. We're not going to get into the details of that. However, days on market did increase a little bit. Why? Because I hate to say this, a lot of the good stuff is gone. And the stuff that is on the market has been sitting for a while is maybe flawed. The sellers have a higher opinion of price than the market will bear for various reasons, location, et cetera right? But that is not a huge uh, jump that will probably go down this year. The average single family home price in Princeton, <laughs> 2019, 1.2 million, I'm sorry, 1.12 million, 2024, 1.549 million. The median 1.350. So like it's, you want to buy a single family home in Princeton? It's super expensive. So when you talk about build or don't build development or not development, the pro-development folks are looking at this going, this is catastrophic. This is bad, right? We need more housing. Um, the NIMBYs, as they're called, are saying, no, keep it as it is. You know, you got to deal with your own your own issues on that. But days on market for single-family homes came down from 2019, went up a smidge from last year, which is to be expected because you've seen such a high rate of appreciation. But the reality is in Princeton, there's not a single-family home on the market under a million today and only a couple between a million and a million two. The majority of the market's over two million. So there's going to be bidding wars through 2024. When you look at the average sales price of a condo, townhouse, a duplex, right? Princeton has a fair number of duplexes. It went from 663, 663,000 in 2019 to 875,000 in 2023. That's that's a lot. Like it's $200,000 more. So that's at, you know, if you're borrowing $100,000, 
and your rate's 6.8, you're paying $680, $700 per $100,000. So that's $1,400 more for the same house per month than you would have gotten it for in 2019. I don't see anything changing for 2024. I think prices will hold, if not go up in the first time home buyer segment, which is this market in Princeton. And you can see as people were priced out of single family homes, the days on market in 2019 went down, was at 64. Last year for this market segment, it was at 29. So as the single family homes jumped, people wanted to move to Princeton. They made moves to condos, townhouses, duplexes faster than they would have at any other time, probably in Princeton's history because they could afford the payment. It was available. That being said, you know, prices were bid up uh, over the last year as well. So when, again, when you look at the number of closed units, and this is the most amazing statistic of anything I think we talk about uh, in Princeton real estate. So again, in 2019, there was 291 units sold, 95 of them were cash. That's 32% of the market. In 2023, there was 239 units sold, 122 of them were cash. It's 51% of the market's cash. So if you're a buyer and you're going to ask me, do I get a discount for cash? No, you don't. Because half the market is just like you, which is an astronomical number. It's actually a borderline frightening number, but baby boomers are controlling the market. They have a lot of equity in the stock market. They have a lot of equity in their current real estate. So when you look at what's happening, right? In the first block of Nassau Street, I sold probably 10, 15 homes in that first block of Nassau, meaning you know, your 10 to 15 houses to Nassau Street, it was all baby boomers, empty nesters. It is not first-time homebuyers and they want the lifestyle of Princeton. So they are commanding the market in terms of cash. It's 51% of the market. Uh, it is what it is. So it's a, just an astounding number. So these are things that I share so you can make appropriate decisions, but don't come into the market and ask, can I get a discount for cash? I just got asked the question the other day and I'm like, no, you don't. And here's why. So this is why. Um, this is not the 2020, oh, this is 2023 forecast. So let's do this. So let's do 2023 forecast. Um, it's going to be a very tight first quarter in Princeton. It'll be a very tight first quarter in West Windsor. It'll be a very tight first quarter in Plainsboro, Montgomery Township. There's nothing on the market. When I tell you South Brunswick, there's nothing on the market. There's nothing on the market. There's nothing on the market. Jobs are plentiful. Employment is high and growing, right? Rates have come down, which means buyers can afford a little bit more. Now, buyers may play the waiting game of saying, right, we're going to wait for rates to come down. I would say probably don't play that game. I think prices are going to continue to go up, especially in the first time home buyer price segment, which in Princeton is under a million. Plainsboro uh, now is probably under 800. Um, you know, South Brunswick under 700, Monroe under 850, you know, so I would not play the waiting game in terms of rate as things come on. If you like it, buy it. Um, but you're going to see a very tight first quarter in terms of inventory, a tight second quarter. It will loosen up, I think, by the end of the second quarter. And I think the true spring market in terms of volume will happen in the third quarter. But unfortunately, I do think we're going to see a little more appreciation in the first two quarters of the year. So if you're a seller thinking about selling, now's the time, um, right? You have no competition. If you're a buyer, right, you have a choice. You can wait for uh, lower rates and more buyers to enter the market. 
you can try to grab that product now. Again, that's your choice. Our job is just to tell you what to do when you're ready to do it. So that is the 2023 recap. We will be going and doing a deep dive over the next few weeks into the rental market. We're going to talk to investors particularly. We have the seminar coming up on the 3rd. We have the tax appeal coming up, tax appeal seminar coming up at the end of February. If you haven't, make sure you register for that. And um, that's it. Happy New Year. Thank you to my super fans at the high school. And welcome back to 2024 and The Wilton Report. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us for The Wilton Report. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please share it with your friends. And be sure to subscribe to The Wilton Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.